So because it's, it's, it's uh, it, what I call it Hallelujah Weekend or Halloween Weekend, I thought it would be a good idea to preach on the devil. Let's just preach on the devil. I had somebody, I had somebody came one Sunday and said, I, I've been to church all my life. I don't think I've ever heard a sermon on the devil before. I said, that's because this is the only church he ain't running. <laughs> There's others out there. I, I'm not... I don't believe I'm the only one. I know better than that. But I think that he's in a couple out there. I can tell you that. So anyway, Isaiah, Isaiah 14, verse 12. Let's, go, let's, let's deal with this guy because there's a lot of people today that have no idea who he is or that he exists. And they don't know what to do with him when he comes around. So let's talk about it. 14, 12. How are you fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How are you cut down to the ground who weakened the nations? For you said in your heart, I'm going to ascend to heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I'll sit on the mount of the congregation on the farther sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds, and I'll be like the most high, and you should be brought down to hell, the lowest parts of the pit. Those who see you will gaze at you and consider you and say, is this the man that made the earth tremble, who shook kingdoms, who made the world a wilderness and destroyed its cities, who did not open the house of his prisoners? I want you to think about this. There's coming a day when we're going to get to see the devil. You're going to get to finally see him. And the Bible says that when you do, you're going to say, that's it. That is where all this trouble came from. That guy, what? And it's going, and and we've got this idea that he has a power. Beyond, I mean, he's ruling and reigning and he makes things happen and he does not. He doesn't have any power. You know, he told me when I first got saved, he was going to kill me. Oh, that was 45 years ago. He hadn't succeeded yet. Now think about this. There is a devil and, and I'm not here to glorify him or magnify him, but I am going to expose him and I want to teach you what to do about him because we're in a season now where you're going to hear a lot about it. You're going to watch all the little scary movies on TV and all that. So let me make a statement to you. All of that stuff is not a joke. It's not funny. All of the, all of the hell and the demons and all that. Last, yesterday, we had, uh, we had, um, I have three guys on my house putting stucco on the house. And one of them was talking about uh, falling off the scaffold. And he said, well, you're going to stop hollering when you hit the ground. And I came out there and I said, you might be hollering after you hit the ground if you don't know Jesus. And one of them turned to me and said, I know Jesus. He's the Lord of my life. And I said, well, you ain't going to be hollering. And I said, what about your buddies? So, you know, so anyway, we're going to talk about the devil. And we're going to talk about the fact that the only thing Satan has in his corner. Now, listen to this, is deceit. Now, while I'm preaching, do you understand that, that, the, that the way the devil deals with people is by just talking to you yes. he'll, he'll come down and sit right beside you and just start talking to you now there's voices you hear and what is and we're going to get into what he's doing and why he's doing it but if if people didn't listen to him then he would have no ability to rule or reign now now a lot of times we don't even talk about the fact that you're sitting there on a sunday morning And I'm preaching, and you've got voices in your head. The devil is talking to you. You ever had that happen? So go to John 10.10. Go to chapter, chapter John. John chapter 10. How do we know whether something is God or something's the devil? How do we know that? Now, now, what what I'm about to tell you right now, I want you to think about this. This is one of the biggest issues in the world today. This is is one of the biggest issues. I, I believe there's more people in hell because of the church. 
than, than because of drugs and booze. It is a doctrine that blames God for everything. Who wants to serve a God when he's the one causing all the trouble? So there's people actually listening to the devil. So I'm going to ask y'all one more time. Have you ever had the devil? Just. I, I know there's people in here looking around at these two clowns. Now, now let's stop for a minute. Because I asked him to do this. How does the devil get an inroad into you? He talks to you. Doesn't he? What are you doing when he's talking? And not one person took authority over him. I want everybody to say, hey, Satan, Satan. shut up up. and get out of here in Jesus' name. name. Say, hey, Satan, get out of here in Jesus' name. (laughs) Give him a hand. Give him a hand. That was something I asked Justin and Nikki to do. They've been planning this thing all week. Because sometimes, and I'm, I'm, let me say it this way. If you're not talking to the devil, he's beating you. And we don't, we're, we're, not, really, we're not really taught to, to talk to this clown. Well, Justin walking around and sitting next to people. And, 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 and that actually happens, really happens. So we're going to get into this talking to the devil in just a minute, but let's go back to John 10, 10 now. And let's, I hope you enjoyed our little skit. And I, I told him, I says, you got to make sure there's no kids in here. You don't scare anybody. Amen. John 10, 10. Let's read this. The thief does not come except to steal, kill, and to destroy. Who? So is it possible that that God is a little bit devil? Or is it possible that the devil is a little bit good? Thank you. You just hair-lipped most churches. Why is it that we're constantly hearing... That every time something goes wrong in your life, God did it. Well, he was teaching you something. So now God's using the devil as a whipping boy? Jesus made it very plain. I came that you'd have life. And have it, what, more, less? More abundant? So why in the world would anybody in their right mind want a little more devil or a little less Jesus? Come on, don't shout me down. Now, in in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1, it says that Jesus is the express image of God. So I want y'all to name one place, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, that he st- Jesus told, stole something, lied to someone, killed someone, or did harm. Just, just find one spot. Where did the doctrine come from? There's no way in the world it came out of this book. And yet that's the predominant doctrine in America today. You never know what God will do. 
Now let's find out where it came from. Go to Genesis chapter 3. This is major. This, this is not a minor thing. I mean, you know, we, we might be having a little bit of fun and going, that was kind of cute. And we, you know, no, it ain't cute. I want to ask you a question as we're turning. When's the last time you got in a conversation with the devil? I hope you said this morning. You can't thank him to death. What are you doing? Whining. Nothing. We'll get into that. Let's come back to this. Genesis chapter 3. The serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord made. And he said to the woman, has God indeed said? Jesus said he's a liar and the father of it. So how is he ruling in your life? with lies. Now, it might be that you're good-hearted, but ignorant. But he's still ruling. Jesus said, you'll know the truth, and the truth would set you free. Now, what's happening here in Genesis is not a 6,000-year-old story. This story is only minutes old. He had a conversation with you when you woke up this morning. You're not going down there again, are you? Aren't you tired? What do you, I mean, listen, I mean, you got things to do. Now, you know all day that he's going to do is preaching and he's going to sing some songs. And, and you've, been, you've been working hard all week. And you, 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 you deserve a break. You deserve a break. No, you don't. And then during the offering, the devil sat down right next to you. There he goes again. You know he's going to talk about money. You know he's going to say something about money. Don't look at me in that tone of voice. I know what's going on out there. I sit out there. What his motive? When I got born again, I'm sitting in a crusade. The preacher's preaching. People are being healed. You know who started talking to me? The devil. I prayed, God, heal me. I'm in a crusade. God is healing people, and I pray. Guess who spoke to me? The devil. Now, you know, you know, if he prays for you, you got to stand up in front of all these people, and you're going to be embarrassed. Now, I didn't have any idea that while I'm sitting there in my chair that there's a devil, but there was a devil. I'm about to get born again and step into my destiny and Satan's sitting in a chair right next to me and having a conversation about me. You do not want to do what you're about to do. Have y'all ever been there? I mean, you ain't ever been. I mean, when, when y'all first started trying to come to this church, it was like going, I mean, it was a war to get you to even come in the door. Because why? Because there's this little punk running around going, you, you, don't, you don't want to do that. I mean, you work hard enough all week. It's your only day off. You got to stay in the bed. You got to rest. You don't need to be going down to church. All they're going to do is talk about money anyway. And then you're going to come home. You're going to waste your whole day. Don't shout me down because I'm preaching real good. I'm doing a pretty good job. I know all these things because I heard them all myself. And you know he's going to preach on the devil. And you heard that before. You got the CD series. You don't need to hear that. Come on. So here we've got a, now look at, look at what he said. Did God say, did, did, is that, is that what he said? So, so what are you hearing? What you're hearing is that the Bible says this, but yeah, but let me pastor, I know what it says, but 
Yeah, I, I, yeah, Pastor, I, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, but who are you listening to? I, I know what he said. I, I know he said that, but, um, well, you know, I hadn't seen my family in a long time, but, but I know what it talks about tithing, but, but. You're going through, listen, he said, did God say, what's the answer to that? Yes. That's exactly what he said. Now, now let's read on because this gets, this gets interesting. It's actually better than you think it is. You'll not eat of the tree of the garden. Has God said you don't eat of the tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, we can eat the fruit of the trees in the garden. But the fruit of the tree in the middle of the garden, God said you'll not eat it. And don't even touch it. Now, she's the first Pentecostal. (laughs) He didn't say anything about don't touch it. But she already added, well, you know, you know, listen, there ain't ain't no sense in, you don't want to be Jezebel. I mean, just don't even put makeup on at all. You won't look like a man in a, in, in, in pants. Women, men, men wear pants. We don't want to let know. See, every time, there's always somebody that said God said, and we just helped him a little bit. We got a whole lot of stuff we tell you not to do too. Don't preach your conviction, just preach your word. So she's already gone Pentecostal on us and said, well, me and Adam, we talked about the fact that just, just don't even touch it. Now look at what he says to her. The fruit's in the middle of the garden. You're not eat it, don't touch it. And the serpent said to the woman, you'll not surely die. What is that? It's a lie. All right, now let me, let me stop you all for a minute. Every bad thing that's happened to you in your life is because somebody told you a lie and you acted on it. So how are you going to defeat the devil? There's only one way you defeat him, and that's to know the truth. And be a doer of the word of God. That's it. Amen. That's it. Amen. That's if you if now, now forget about what's happening to everybody else on this planet. You you there. Everyone else is not your concern. Well, you just don't know my dad. I don't. I don't want to know your dad. And don't care about your dad. How are you doing? Yeah, but I'm gonna tell you something. I I, I got family. Mem- no, I don't listen. I don't care about your family member. How are you doing? Quit blaming circumstances on where you are. You're disobeying God because you, you want to disobey. So, so, she, so he says, no, you know, and he told a lie. God knows the day you eat it, your eyes are going to be open. You're going to be like God, knowing good and evil. And the woman saw the tree was good for food. Is that true? Yes. It used, let me tell you something. The woman next door, she might look better than the one you got. <laughs> well, they might act better than the one you got. You know, the grass always green on the other side of the fence. You know, j- just because something looked good. I mean, if Hollywood is all that great, why is everybody getting married every other day to somebody else? Something ain't right there. You ever think that maybe they acting? <laughs> the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and it probably was. Pleasant to the eyes, man, it looked good. A desire to make you wise, probably. And she took the fruit and ate it. So apparently the way this thing looked had an, had an effect on her. But now let's go back and what he said. God said, no. So what's the right answer? No. All she had to do was, have, how's the tree look? Good. You're going to eat something? No. How come? God said. Yeah, but it's good food. Well, it might be. Well, how come you ain't going to have no? God said. Now, when you're raising your children, you, that, that's what you're really trying to get them to do. Mama said. 
Daddy will kill you, but mama said. <laughs> we had the guys working on a house yesterday, stucco guys, and I went out there and I said, you better put some plastic on the windows because if my wife sees mud on her windows, she coming out here with a chainsaw. <laughs> so they got busy and covered up the windows. She come out there and she goes, hey, guys, I see you covered up my windows. She said, yeah, we done heard it. You'll kill us. I said, she'll kill you. My wife, now I, I washed it off with a hose. My wife, she'll take you out. Those are her brand new windows. She won't clean them again for you. So it's just good to give them a little heads up. Let's finish reading this because this, this gets even better. And when the woman saw that the tree was good food, pleasant in the eyes, the tree desired to make it wise, she took the fruit and gave it. And her husband was standing there. He's not out in the garden. His wife doing all the talking. He just standing there going, uh-huh. Now, I'm going to tell you something right now. This may mess you up. He already knew she was wrong. But he thought she was cuter than God. And he going to pick the woman. You'd be surprised at how many people pick their spouse over God. I can't lose him. He's, he's all I got. And that's, the be- that's the best woman I ever had. I know she's the devil, but she's the best one I ever had. <laughs> I'm meddling now, bad ass. She gave it to her husband, and he ate, and the eyes of both of them were open, and they knew they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and um, started um, Eve's leaves. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And they hid themselves in the presence of the Lord among the trees of the garden. And the Lord says, um, Adam, where are you? Now, he ain't lost Adam. He knows where Adam is. See, when God asks you a question, he, don't, he ain't looking for an answer. He wants to know if you know the answer. It took me a while to learn that. I heard your voice in the garden. I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. Have you ever noticed that people still do that? So, if this is true... And this is not just true then, but it's true now. So let me, let me back up a minute and tell you what really happened here. The whole situation of the garden was really about authority and who are you under. Now, most people miss this when they read this. But Satan was no longer under God. And Adam is. That was the temptation. I ain't under nobody. I do what I want to do. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. You, you God's boy. That's all you are. Mm-hmm. You want to be like God? You know, he, listen, you're going to have to come out from under him. The point was not to be like the devil, but to be God yourself. Yeah. That's the still, you're still dealing with that temptation right now. Yeah. Right. Wow. Who's the boss? Mm-hmm. Who's making the decisions? Mm-hmm. What did he say? Now, that's a war that Satan's still fighting with you right now. Yeah, well, God said, yeah, but, yeah, but you know, you and I both know. Said he meets all your needs. Yeah, but let me tell you something. You better. You better work and work hard. You better, you better go down to, and get yourself a good education. And I know that school's full of the devil, but you better get in it. And I, and I know that, you know, I know that they say, but you, you're going to work 10, 12 hours a day and sometimes seven days a week if you want to make it. And I know what God said, but let me just tell you right now. This goes on all the time. You're, all, you're in a fight all the time with, is, did God tell you the truth? Does he meet your needs according to his riches or are you meeting them? Who, somebody's, somebody's God. Those are those you're making decisions based on what you think and how much you think he's wrong. Now, I know, I know that the Bible says not to live with him, but but see, you know, right now I just need a man and I and and I'm gonna gonna be on the street and I and if I just marry if I just hang with him a while, he'll fall in love with me and he'll marry me and we'll live happily ever after. No, you won't. He's gonna knock you up and he's leaving. Don't shout me down. I'm doing a pretty good job. Isn't it amazing how many times we think, maybe God just not as smart 
as he thinks he is. I mean, I thought, you thought, yeah, based on what? That rocket science brain of yours? You're battling with a guy who made the sun, the moon, the stars, and you're going to battle wits with this guy? Satan did it, or attempted to. Where'd that get him? All right, it didn't get Adam anywhere. We know what happened to Adam. We know that the whole world fell because of that. So how do you defeat him? Go to 1 Peter. Let's talk about beating this guy at his own game. Let's talk about, do you want, he says, I came that you'd have life and have it more abundantly. Y'all want that? Are you ready to put this guy on the run? There's only one way to do it. Satan has no power. The only way he's ruling in the earth today is with, a, with deceit and with a lie. That's it. He's either, he's either beating you because you're ignorant or he's beating you because you're rebellious. Other than that, he can't beat you. There's nothing he can do in your life until you decide I'm either not, I don't know it or I don't want to know it. Jesus said, you'd know the truth, and the truth would do what? It would set you free. That means that the more truth you have, the freer you're going to be. So let me ask you, what percentage of God do you want? Then why is it that you're spending all your time at work? Don't look at me in that tone of voice. Apparently, you believe you doing it. And you just don't understand. No, I don't understand. He said, the Lord said, seek first. Do you believe it? Let's see some action here. So what do you do when, the, when your thoughts come? Man, you better, you better get up. I mean, it's... You can't have no chili today. You got to get out of here. You got to go to work. And some of you are already going, hmm, man, in 30 more minutes, I got to get out of here. I'm going to go broke if I don't get I got to go broke. What? Who's ruling? You, don't, you believe the lie. You already believe the lie. And it's killing you. It's killing your body. The stress is killing you. It's killing your family. All, I'm, I'm going to get personal. Y'all ready? All the fights husbands and wives are having is because you believed a lie. You're not, you're not benefiting by hollering at each other. You haven't done anything. Where there's, where there's strife and division, there's confusion in every work. You've just invited sickness in your house. Don't look at me in that tone of voice. But you're listening to somebody whispering in your ear. You will put up with that mess? I wouldn't put up with that mess if I was you. You know good and well, they don't care nothing about you. You're going to put your foot down right now. You're going to put them in their place. And then you got the scripture going, love is patient, love is kind. You go, I know what it said, but ain't nobody going to do me that way. You're my third wife, but I ain't going to put up with none of this. That's why, you get, that's why you're looking for number four. Oh, man, I better get over here first, Peter. I don't stop preaching, went to meddling. First Peter chapter 5, verse 5. Likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. All of, oh, boy, mere Lord. All of you be submissive one another, be clothed with humility, because God resists the proud and he gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, and he'll exalt you in due time. You don't have to do it. He'll do it. Cast all your care on him. He cares about you. Now, you need to be sober and vigilant because your adversary, the devil, is walking around like a roaring lion looking for somebody to devour. So who's he looking for? He's looking for somebody going to listen to him. And you start listening to him, and he's going to sit down. He's going to talk to you. And he's going to do the same thing he did in the garden. Yeah, I know what God said, but let me just tell you something. Let me tell you how I did this. You know, when the devil reminds you of your past, remind him of his future. 
Now, I said all this because we're going to look in a minute at Jesus talking to the devil. When's the last time you got in a conversation with him? That was the last moment of victory you had. You know, you don't really hear a lot of people walking around talking to the devil. Jesus did. So what are you doing with all those thoughts? I'm going to figure it out. That's called worry. Yeah, but, yeah, but. I know it says cast all your cares on the Lord, but. You just don't know what I've got to deal with. You just don't know, Pastor. You just don't understand. If you understood, you wouldn't be so. You just, uh, you just mean. You mean. I ain't never coming back here again. Told you my problem and you just act like it was no big thing. You just mean. Hurt my feelings too. Come on, devil. Let's go to another church. Let me read this. Resist him in the faith. How do you do that? Well, if the truth sets you free and the devil's lying, would it behoove you to know the truth? Sure it would. Well, what good is the truth if you ain't said nothing about it? He don't know what you believe. The, the devil knows the truth. He wants to know if you know the truth. So whenever, whenever the, those little voices start talking, and I'm going to tell you how you know. When you're getting depressed, when you're having a bad day, somebody's talking to your head. And you've got to stop right there and go, now wait a minute. Now just shut up a minute in Jesus' name. i got authority over all the work of the enemy. Let me, t- let me have a talk with you. And let me tell you something. If you're around relatives that don't understand, go in another room. Don't, don't, don't sit there and make a scene. Now, sometimes you've got to. Sometimes you just need to just have it out with him right there in public. Let me tell you something, you ugly looking thing. I'm a new creation. I'm the righteousness of God. I'm washed in the blood. God loves me. He takes care of me. I am blessed coming in. I am blessed going out. And I take a hike in the name of Jesus. And they'll come up and go, who are you talking to? I wasn't talking to you. Don't worry about it. Now, I got to tell you my story. When I worked for Certain Teed in, in Athens, Georgia, um, they put, we had three shifts we worked on. Uh, we worked seven days day shift off to seven days afternoon shifts off to seven days night off four. And they took two weekends, combined them together, thought you'd like that. It was terrible because your body never knew what day it was. You wake up and go. So I'm working the midnight shift at three or four in the morning. And I'm in the warehouse loading uh, fiberglass on a, on a box car in the back on a foggy Georgia night. Now, let me, uh, the, the guy driving the forklift was a black man. I'm going to tell you something before I get started. Black people have a greater understanding of spiritual things than white folks. Oh, yeah, they do. You never heard a black person didn't believe in the devil. They know there's a devil. I mean, they. So, you got to get this picked. Now, I didn't say they, they liked it. So, I'm back there, and, and, and I'm, I'm loading the truck, and the devil is starting to harass me. Y'all know what I'm talking about? In your mind. I mean, he's giving me fits. This ain't working for you. God ain't going to help you with that. You know, and I mean, he's just back there. I'm, 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 he's trying to make me have a bad night. And I'm not going to have one. I'm resisting. So you have to see this. It's, they got one light back there. It's just foggy. And, and so I'm in the truck and I'm talking to the devil. And I'm not talking to him. I am hollering at him. And I said, hey, Satan, let me tell you something right now. And I, and I can't, t- I don't know there's somebody out there listening to me. And I'm in there giving the devil a what for. 
And all of a sudden, I stepped out of that boxcar, and that black guy on that forklift said, who's in that boxcar with you? I said, ain't nobody in here but me and the devil. He goes, well, I'm going to leave this here and leave you and the devil back here. I'm going back up in front. <laughs> I said that because most people have never heard anybody ever talk to him. But the Lord said this to me, you'll never win a silent battle. You're either talking to him or you're losing by default. Okay, go to Luke chapter 4 and let's, let's, let's look at this. Some of y'all need to have some words with him. Okay, we got seven of you. The rest of you need to get the CD and listen to it again. You ain't, because you, I don't assure you're getting it. Luke 4, 1. Jesus was filled with the Holy Ghost and returned from the Jordan, was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being tempted for 40 days by the devil. In those days, he ate nothing. Afterwards, when he was ended, he was hungry, and the devil said. Sounds like the garden. I'm saying that because not only is the garden, not only Luke 4, that's happening to you. Come on, y'all. Some, listen, some of y'all are going to walk out here today and go, I, this is the last time. I ain't putting up with this guy anymore. That's my last time of dealing with this joker. He may, he may mess everybody else up. He ain't messing me up anymore. So, so he comes to Jesus and he makes this statement. Look at this. Devil said, if you're the son of God, command these stones to be made bread. Have you ever questioned your salvation? And he said, it is written, he said, command the stone to be made bread. Now, now what's he saying to him? He's saying this, that the number one issue of your life needs to be bread. I'm going to come over here and preach. I ain't, see, because I've already got three quarters of y'all nailed to the wall right now. Now, it don't matter what, it don't matter whether you come to church or not, it don't matter you read, you read your Bible or not, but by God, your job, and you, and his is the devil. The number one issue of your life had better be your paycheck. Because if you don't take care of it, ain't nobody going to take care of you. You take care of number one, because nobody cares about number one but you, so you're going to get all you can and can all you get. Anybody ever heard that? What's your response? Man don't live by bread alone. I seek first the kingdom of God and all things are added unto me. And I am blessed coming in. And I am blessed going out. And everything I put my hand to prospers. And I am redeemed from the curse of the law. Now see, when, when these voices are coming, you got to have an answer to this mess. That time in your Bible is saying, God ain't no Baptist. Uh, let me explain that to you. When I went to the Baptist church, if you learned the scripture, you got a star. And I went in there and everybody's name is up there. And there's when JoJo's got 25 stars and Sister Lucy, she got 15 stars. Daryl Moore got one. I only learned one scripture the whole time I was in the Baptist church, John 3, 16. But it was enough to get me saved. God ain't looking at all your Bible time. The devil wants to know, do you know that book? Yeah. He's going to lie to you, and you need to know whether what you're hearing is truth or a lie. Because yeah. what he's trying to get you to do is to stop obeying God. Yeah. Now, listen, I'm not, I'm not anti-prosperity. But you ain't God. Yes. Don't shout me down. Now, see, there, come, there has to come a day when you know to quote the Word of God. What does the Word say about what you're hearing? Yeah. All right, let's look at number two. The devil took him up on a high mountain, showing him all the kings of the world in a moment of time, and it says, all this authority I'm going to give you, and their glory have been delivered to me, and I'll give it whoever I want to. But you're going to need to worship me. Now, what do you have to say about that? Some of y'all going, oh, 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 I don't know. <laughs> you'll have 
Now, wait a minute, he's talking about worshiping the devil. You say, well, I ain't, I ain't worshiping no devil. I ain't worshiping no devil. Well, you worshiping you. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Ah. 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 And you got to let me out of here. I got to go. I got, I got to go to work. Ah. I. I got, listen, pastor, you just don't know. I got house payment. I got bills to pay. I. Why don't you open your mouth and say, the Bible says, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, and he'll lift me up, and I'll worship God. Jesus is Lord. Yeah, but what you going to do about that? Jesus is Lord. Yeah, but what you going to do when the doctor said, yeah, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to say. I plead the blood. Jesus is Lord. What do you think you're doing right now? You're giving the devil a heart attack because every time he's coming at you with a lie and you're throwing the word at this guy, he's going, man, no matter God, we got to go down the road. We ain't got to be messing with this guy. You'll know the truth and what does the truth do? It'll set you free. All the bondage in your life right now is because you don't know the truth on that. Now, you, now, some of y'all think that, you know, I get in there and take attendance of whether y'all come to church. I don't have an ego that has to be stroked because you here or not. Now, I'll call you up and say, we missed you so you know we care. But let me tell you something. What you're missing is killing you. That's your business. You're where you are because of choices, and you might want to make some new ones. That's that's between you and God. And I got news for you. I'll sleep tonight because the Bible says he gives his beloved sleep. I'm his beloved. I will sleep whether you're having a good day or a bad one. And and since he's God and I'm not, I don't have a care. Now, don't mean I don't love you. But I'm going to eat tonight. And if you think I'm going to stay awake all night and pray for you, you're wrong. You can come to class, we'll teach you to pray for yourself. And if you don't learn to pray, well, there ain't nobody praying for you. I know it is. We're verse 8. No, i got to go. And he brought him to Jerusalem and set him on a pinnacle of a temple, and he tempted him to kill himself. You know that's in your Bible? You know Jesus was tempted to kill himself? Everything you've ever been through, he's been through it. Every t- but being tempted is not a sin. And you'll win if you'll open your mouth. You know how many times that I've been tempted to do wrong? (gasps) Jesus was tempted in all points as you are. That means he probably looked at Mary Magdalene and said, she is quite foxy. (laughs) I know y'all can't even imagine that. Jesus going, she looking good today. Ah, no, Satan, shut up. But I win my battles because I talk to him. He starts talking, I start talking. When Goliath started talking, David started talking. You want to talk smack to me, I'll talk smack back. Now understand, I didn't say nothing about Lisa. She talked smack to me, I go, yes, ma'am. That's if you want to eat tonight, you know. No, she's a good wife. She don't do that to me. She don't do that. Let's, let's go over this. When he brought him to Jerusalem, set him on the pinnacle of a temple, and he says, if you're the son of God, throw yourself down. And he'll give his angels charge over you. Now he's going to quote the Bible. In their hands they'll bear you up lest you dash your foot against a stone. You know how many times I've had to tell the devil, I'm not a sinner. What are you talking to me like that for? I'm no sinner. Yeah, but don't you remember? I said, that's past. No, I'm a new creation. That's past. That's not me. Yeah, but you know. No, I don't know. 
No, I'm a new creation. I'm, I, the love of God is shed abroad in my heart, and no, I won't say that, and no, I won't act like that, and no, that's not me. So shut up in the name of Jesus. See, if you don't know who you are, you're just going to sit there, I, had a, I just had a bad day. Well, give the devil a bad day. Now, he'll, he'll quit bothering you if you do it. All right, and Jesus answered and said, it has been getting, you should not tempt the Lord your God. Amen. Now, now, go to, go to James chapter 1. I want to show you something. Thank you. One of the biggest temptations people deal with is, can I trust God? It is one of the biggest temptations you'll ever deal with. Because he'll start talking to you about doing something, and you're like, What? You want me to do what? Oh, no. You want me to tithe? I go broke. I die of starvation. No, you don't want me to do that. You don't. No, God, don't ask me to do that. No, I don't want to do that. I don't even like them. Is he good? One seventeen. Every good gift. How many? Has he ever bring anything bad? If you submit to him, is it going to be bad? No, it's going to be better than you got it right now. It'll be better. The more you submit to God, your life will get better. Every good gift, every perfect gift from above, from the Father of lights in whom there is no variance. You don't need, you don't need to worship the devil. You don't even need to worship you. Can you, can you trust him? Absolutely. Now listen to me. Don't, don't, don't think. Let's go back in my life just a little bit. I'm work, God got me a job in Athens, Georgia, before, right after I got born again, and I'm making more money than I've ever made in my entire life. Making good money. And he said, I want you to pack it up and go to Oklahoma. I'm going, God, you can buy a new house, $30,000. A brand new Camaro is 3000 They're grooming me for management. They're grooming me to manage. And he said, I want you to pack it up and move. Was that a little bit of a temptation to go, uh-uh. My God, I've finally eaten. I'm finally driving. So I'm driving, wearing nice clothes. I got some money in my pocket. And you want me to go in there and resign and move to God? Where they ain't got no trees? No. Yeah, I just said, okay. Where'd I get that? Well, that scripture right there. He's not going to take me someplace and it'd be worse. The middle of the will of God is the best place in the planet. That's where the money is. That's where the health is. That's where the blessings are, right? You're blessed coming in, I'm blessed going out. The willing and obedient eat the good of the land. So all I saw is he's taking me to something better. Could I see it? No. Was it a temptation to say no for it? Yeah, a little bit. But the devil came and said, what you going to do? My family members came and said, you going to die of starvation? I said, I was dying here. You didn't care. I mean, I'm over there doing drugs and you never came to my house. I'm broken. You didn't care. And now you worried about me being in the will of God and you worried about me dying of starvation. I don't think so. Amen. Only person ever helped me was Jesus. I'm going to obey him. I don't care what he says to me. Amen. Now, sometimes, see, when these voices come, you've got to talk to him. You moving where? Oklahoma. Why? They that are led by the spirit of God are sons of God. I'm blessed coming in. I'm blessed going out. Everything I put my hand to will prosper. I don't care what job I get, it will prosper. It ain't this, this job ain't my God. Now see, then I packed up and moved out there, and I'm out there working for the second largest builder west of the Mississippi River, Roger Hardesty. He has an F-16 for a toy, and he drives a Rolls Royce, and I'm one of his top maintenance men. And the Lord said, I want you to move to Orlando. Now houses are $40,000 a piece. And I got a job and I got the money to buy one. 
And I went down and rented a Penske. One of those, is that a name of a truck? Penske. I, 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 I did U-Haul once. I'll never do that one again. And I bought an upgraded truck. I'm prosperous now. <laughs> and I drove here and became a youth pastor. I left the second largest builder west of the Mississippi River to become a youth pastor. And you think I lost my mind. And people warned me. What are you doing? What are you doing? Are you crazy? And then I married Lisa and she says, you called? I said, amen. I said, trust God. Did it look like the Bible's a lie? Oh, yeah. Do you think I didn't fight him? Oh, yeah, I fought the devil. What would you go and do? You have just left your job. Now you are going down to Orlando to teach teenagers the Bible for nothing. They ain't even hired you. You are crazy. You've lost your mind. What does that sound like? The devil. I said all this because the Bible says fight the good fight of faith. Who are you fighting? Your adversary, the devil, your adversary, the devil, is roaming around and seeing if he can take you out. And when you go down, he don't give a rip why you went down. I used to go to that church, but I used to read the Bible, but yeah, really? You got to listen to the devil and stopped. Amen. Come on. I've got to tell you one more story. When I'm building the log cabin, Lisa and I are building a log cabin up in the forest. And I thought I was alone. And Robert came out there and was helping me. And I didn't have any windows in the back yet. We're still putting the logs up, putting the roof on. There's no windows in the house. And I'm telling you what, that was a year from hell. We had the, the, the washing machine flooded and all of my oak floor got damaged and had to tear it all up. The builders busted all of my windows out. Josh blew his car up. Justin blew his car up. That's all I'm going to tell you about. I'm not going to tell you. I don't want to depress you. I mean, that was a year from hell. If it went wrong, it went wrong. Everything went wrong. But one day I'm up there walking around building and I'm praying in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost a while. You'll you'll get on this thing. Finally, I just decided I'm going to just give you. Hey, devil, let me tell you something. And and I'm, 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 I'm I'm not a quiet person. I seem to think the devil's hard of hearing. And I'm walking around up there going, I'm going to tell you something, you foul devil from hell. And I walk to the back and the woman next door is down there looking at me. And the elderly woman. And she goes, Mr. Morgan, I'm your neighbor, but I can see that I need to go now. And she just walks back over to her little mobile home. And I went, that's the last time I'll ever see that woman. And ain't nobody is accustomed to ever hearing anybody talk to the devil. If, if you're defeated, you, it's because you've been defeated because of de- you've chosen it. You cannot win a silent battle. If you're tired, when you're tired, when you're sick and tired of being sick and tired... You're going to need to say some stuff. Now, one of the things that I told Justin and Nikki to walk around, but and I said, somebody might take authority over you. And when you do, you need to get up and move. But nobody, everybody going, that's cute. That's cute. That goes on every Sunday morning. That's cute. Now, I don't want you to disrupt the church, but you're not going to hurt my feelings if you go, oh, shut up, Satan, Jesus' name, you lying devil, get out of my head. During the worship service, when your head's going, what's for lunch? Go, shut up, Satan, get out of my head. I'm going to worship God. We're going to worship God. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. I plead the blood of Jesus. I just plead the blood of Jesus. You don't know what to say, just plead the blood of Jesus. He hates it. You don't want me to worship? I'll just worship all day. Hallelujah. 
Glory to God. Jesus is Lord. You don't want me to look like a fool? I'll look like a fool if I want to look like a fool. Now, see, that's when freedom starts, guys. Anyway, I just thought that we'd give him a little hell this Halloween. I think I'm done. So when's the last time you spoke to him? I'm not talking about praying to the devil. I'm not talking about you becoming devil-minded. Everything you say is to the devil all day long. But there are some things he's talking to you about right now. If you're depressed and you're going through a bad day, you're dealing with a spirit. Now here's how you know. God did not give you a spirit of fear. You have no fear. Tell him that. I have no fear. Tell him again. I have no fear. Say, I'm a new creation. God is on my side. I am a righteous man. He hears my prayers. Satan, you listening to me? Jesus is Lord. My future is good. I am blessed. Everything I put my hand to shall prosper. Hey, devil, are you listening to me? My children are taught of the Lord. They're not going to hell. And you're not going to take them. And with long life, he satisfies me. You're not killing me early. Did you hear me? You're not killing me. I'm not dying early. I'm healed. I'm blessed. I'm washed in the blood. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo! Now again, I'm not talking about becoming devil conscious. All you talk about what's the devil's doing. Hush. Quit glorifying. Quit giving him glory. Tell him to shut up and then you go back to worshiping God. If you need to quote the word, you give him truth. He's lying to you. If you don't know the truth, go find it. Say, okay, hold on a minute. I'm hearing something making me depressed. What's the Bible have to say about this? And find it out. The greater one's inside of you. He will show you. He will lead you into all truth. There's times I'll sit down and pray. I don't know what to do. Man, I'm just having a bad day. I pray in the Holy Ghost until I get scriptures coming up out of me. And I go, I think that's what the Holy Ghost wants me to say right now. And I'll say it. I'll go, okay, I know what to say. I know what to say. And the devil will flee from you. He will leave you alone. You don't have to put up with that all the time. Don't put up with any more depression. Negative thoughts about yourself. He's the accuser of the brethren. He will bring up your past. It's none of his business. That's under the blood. That's under the blood. That's under the blood, Satan. You better tell him because he's going to keep bringing it up until you open and go, that's under the blood. I'm a new creation. Yeah, but you did that since you got saved. None of your business. That's under the blood too, you lying devil. See, if you, you got to talk to him. It is good. It's good. It's good for you. Because one of y'all needs to know who the boss is. Boy, don't you wish that's what happened in the garden? But he did with Jesus, and he beat him. All he did was say, well, this is what the Word said. That's what the Word says. So if you're, if you're defeated, you, may, you might need some Word. You keep coming to church. Learn the Word. Find out what the Word says about that. Your best days are ahead of you. Your best days, say my best days, are ahead of me. I've got authority. Over all the work of the enemy. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Every tongue that rises against me, I will condemn it and prove it's wrong. Jesus' name. I mean, that just feels good, don't it? I mean, that just like, man, I feel, that just feels good. I've had times when I was depressed. You know, everybody goes through stuff. And I didn't feel 
like quoting the word. I didn't feel like dealing with the devil. Pray in the Holy Ghost till you do. That, that guy on the inside of you, he ain't going to let you, he ain't going to let you down. He's in there going, pray in the spirit, pray in the spirit. I don't feel like, shut up and pray in the spirit. Yeah, but I tell you, just shut up and pray in the spirit. 15, 20 minutes praying in the Holy Ghost, you, and there's something inside of you goes, ah, ah, I think I'm going to have a fight right now. <laughs> and then you come out of your bedroom and go, today is a great day. Well, it's five after and the chili's cooking. You going to come up here and pray over the chili? Say, my best days are ahead of me. The devil is a liar. And he's defeated. I know the truth. And it sets me free. Thank you for listening to this powerful message by Pastor Daryl Morgan. We hope it blesses you. If you would like more info on Word of Life, sermons, and free downloads, please go to wordoflifeapopka.com. Thank you and have a blessed day.